Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is America's Trucking Network with Steve Summers. Okay, back on a Thursday. Here we go, Thursday of September. And, of course, we're hearing in the, I guess, in, in, in the sporting world. Yeah, Hall of Famer Tom Seaver, at the age of 75, uh, passing away this past day. And uh, they throw in complications of COVID-19. Okay, how much of it was COVID-19? And how much of it was his dementia? Should he be categorized under a COVID-19 death, is my question. No. What is uh, Louis body dementia? That was his diagnosis. It's dementia. It is a progressive decline in your ability to think, as well as two of the following fluctuating alertness and thinking, cognitive functions, uh, repeated visual hallucinations. I just watched my father-in-law pass away of dementia earlier this year. You learned quite a bit about it. You go through the different stages. I, I think Louis body dementia has... Seven different stages. What stage is Tom? Was Tom Seaver? Would would that would be my question? I'm trying to recall, I think my father-in-law, whatever it was, six stages, and he, we watched as he progressed through the stages, where your your brain is deteriorating, and your brain controls all your bodily functions and all your vital organs. And when the part of the brain begins to die that controls maybe your heart rhythm, kidney function, liver function, you know, all that, that, that's all a part of your cognitive ability is because your brain is dying. And there's no cure for dementia. No cure. Once you get it, you got it. Oh, but that's, a, that's what they call a terminal diagnosis. Yes, it is. Right. So I get this just adds to the body of all these being con- included as a COVID-19 death. Uh, undoubtedly, Tom Seaver uh, was on a limited amount of remaining time in his life. Uh, maybe the COVID-19 uh, sped that up just a bit, but I would be curious that they, they simply say he was, it was Louis body dementia which I looked up, and again, they say seven stages. Was he in stage four? Was he in stage five? Was he in stage six? I mean, he's been kind of out of the light for several years. Yeah, he spent, uh, died peacefully 
at his home, Seaver spent his final years in Calistoga, California. His final years. I'm thinking it's been going downhill for a while. So. No, but that's that's a good point, though, when you've got people like that. And, okay, so they happen to get COVID. Yep. And it goes down. It's They're saying, oh, it has to go down as a death caused by COVID-19. And you've got people that are reacting to this report from the CDC. It's like, this is from the CDC. And now people are saying, oh, well, they're just saying what Trump wants them to say. We should disregard this whole thing. And that's what they're going to say about Dr. Atlas that I was talking about before we rolled into news update. According to the White House Chief of Staff, Mr. Trump has embraced Dr. Atlas. That's Mark Meadows. Even as he upsets the balance of power with the White House Coronavirus Task Force, uh, with ideas that the top government doctors like Dr. Fauci and Dr. Burks find misguided or even dangerous. Well, that might be the point. Yeah, Trump obviously doesn't like the advice that they've been giving from the so-called experts like Fauci and Burks. He's been shifting away from their advice. Now, Dr. Atlas is not an epidemiologist or an infectious disease expert. But his frequent appearances on the likes of, say, Fox News and his ideological surety is what apparently caught the president's eye. So when the president resumed his news conferences back in July, uh, it was Dr. Atlas who helped prepare his daily briefings, and it was his ideas that were coming from the president. The president told reporters that Dr. Atlas has many great ideas, and he thinks what we've done is really good. Now we'll take it to the new level. But you got to admit, after what I shared with you just a bit ago from Dr. Rosenstein, MD, that the so-called experts have been wrong and wrong and wrong. Yeah, we were supposed to be somewhere in, uh, what, 3 million people dead by the end of the year from COVID. Now, we're technically at, what, 180,000, which is really COVID only. Take out all those terminal diagnosis like Tom Seaver, the comorbidities, it's under 10,000. That's where the actual numbers stand. And when you you present those facts, the mainstream media just goes bat crap crazy. They can't take it. Morning, heat wave. Good morning, senor. No, they can't take it because it goes against what they want. They want the president out, and they want a lunatic in. Hey, did you see the... uh, uh, they had a 34-second clip of some sort of news uh, with Joe Biden and and uh, some young lady, and it was a split screen, so obviously Joe was at the house. And when they went to say, Mr. Vice President, are you there? All you heard was an audible snore. And the young lady's like, uh, he's meditating. We'll come back to him. <laughs> I thought that was... You know, who do you want in office? You want somebody that's going to fall asleep on you in the middle of a of an important uh, time? Or do you want a man that's up 20 hours a day 
getting stuff done. I, I, uh, we, I, th- I, I so the so-called fact checkers are trying to. I, I've seen that video a couple times on social media, so I know the one you're talking about. They're they're uh-huh. trying to say that that was like doctored or something. It was uh, what manipulated. So I, I don't know. Well, you know these independent fact checkers. You know you can see something happen as a live feed, and they'll turn around and tell you, oh, "Well, you didn't see what you saw. You didn't hear what was going on." And you, you just kind of look at yourself in the mirror, going, "Do what?" You know, I saw this kid running. I saw him running away. I heard what was being said during the chase. And I didn't see nor hear what I what I saw. You did what to who? Exactly. <laughs> so, hey, um, I was talking to Horse Feathers yesterday, and he, he was uh, talking about, he had said something about me at the, at the Hacienda there in the, in the Mexico about my animals. Uh, he was talking about me being the sheep whisperer. And the only thing I can think of is, yeah, I was out there with the, with the sheep, and I was out there with my steer, uh, both named appropriately Lamb Chop and T-Bone. And so, <laughs> I, you know, the only thing I could say is, yeah, I was telling them that they were going to taste good once they were on the grill. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, and by God, they do. And I've got fond memories of them. I was out there kicking a, a little uh, ball to uh, the cow, and he would go ahead and look at it, and just let it go by him, and the sheep would go ahead and headbutt it. You know, I got fond memories of the animals. You know, I'm not that. I'm not mean. I just think they taste delicious. <laughs> there you go. You know, and I did. I did go out there and I wrestled with the steer just to, you know, so he wouldn't be lonely and think no one loved him. You know, I'd grab him by the head and grab him by the horns and, you know, just do stuff a, a guy would do with his pet. Of course, now when the wife and, and my daughter went out there to feed him, well, he thought they were going to do the same thing, so I was chastised for being being uh you know just a not a really good uh babysitter so to speak to those animals because he thought that he could get away with that roughhousing with my wife and my daughter and of course that's the irish indian redhead and her daughter's just the same way except her hair is coal black and uh yeah when when both of them get upset i really tread lightly in the house (laughs) so but, uh, yeah, the thing I was saying was, you're going to be delicious. And that's all I would tell them. Oh, all right. Yeah, so, you know, nothing nothing nefarious or weird there. But other than that, uh, do you see um, where one of the colleges reportedly going to grade the black uh, students differently than the white students or any other, uh, any of the other students? I have not seen or heard anything along that line. Yeah, I I was kind of wondering about that myself because you know there's there's a lot of fake. Is it uh, well? Is, is it something that needs a fact check? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because uh, you're well, right. And, and, and I mean, even even if it it was just a uh, a funny, so to speak, it really says a lot about 
where this country is going. Martin Luther King must be just rolling in his grave yeah. when he says, you know, it's not the color of the skin, but the content of your character that counts. And, uh, you know, to even suggest that, that uh, the black students need to be graded differently than the rest is just, that ought to make black America really upset because it's basically saying they're not smart enough to uh, to go with the regular grading schedule that everyone else has to go through. Yeah. Well, I, again, I'll do a fact check on that. But looking at your, going back to your previous question, see, they're, they're saying it was a, like a doctored video. You mentioned it was a split screen thing. Uh, I guess the clip of the television presenter, the the woman that was supposedly doing this interview with Biden, was actually from 2011, and she was actually actually interviewing uh, the 84 year old singer Harry Belafonte, uh, who appeared to fall as you know, fall asleep on the air during that interview. And uh, Harry Belafonte's spokesman made a statement at the time blaming the incident on a technical issue. There was a technical glitch in the feed, and uh, his earpiece wasn't working, so he he decided to take the time to meditate before the rest of his uh, the rest of his day. So that that's where you get the clip of the woman, and they said there was no snoring sound on that clip. Uh, on the Biden side of the screen, the video of Biden was taken from uh, Secretary of State uh, Hillary Clinton's endorsement of Biden, uh, August the 28th, I guess, of this year, which several times during the endorsement video, uh, Joe appears to either be looking down or have his have his eyes shut before looking back up at the camera. So they've kind of doctored it to make it look like he's just sitting there sleeping while they're waiting for him to go to him. Well, you know, he's just letting the words fill his soul. <laughs> now, during now during Hillary's endorsement, they said at one point, Joe's eyes were were down for, for like 14 seconds. I, he, he might have dozed off, but they say that there's no evidence that he was actually asleep. The the sound of the snoring was kind of added to the video clip, kind of, it was edited. So, it is funny, but it's it's doctored. It's not, he didn't fall asleep on a, like, I think the caption says something, he fell asleep during a CNN inter- interview or something. So, <laughs> Although, if he did fall asleep during the speech, though, that, the explanation kind of sounds like my explanation for when my professor in the English literature class I had, you know, back in college was like, excuse me, sir, are you just concentrating really hard on the book? Yeah. Okay. Or are you sleeping? Were you snoring at the time by chance? I can't confirm <laughs> nor can't confirm. Okay. All right. With that 23 past the hour, it's 888-860-8785. Back after this on ATN. Back at it here as we roll toward news update time. What's happened in horse feathers? Yeah, morning, Your Honor. I think you're pretty accurate there with your weather forecast in here these couple days. We had pretty decent thunderstorms roll through here between about 7 and 8 here, local time for us. And uh, 
Yeah, they put down a little bit of rain, but not nothing drastic, I guess. But they're, what they're calling for tonight, I guess, is exactly what you said. So we're supposed to have pretty good, pretty good line of showers in the evening there. After all, but I think it's all the, the all the stuff kind of coming through our zone right now. It's you know we get the rain headed into West Virginia, all kind of moving your direction. Yeah, and they said the dew, dew point's supposed to be pretty high up there today. So with the heating and the dew point up, I guess, and all that, then they. It, you got the, the all the right combination of the making of thunderstorms and, as you said, the high wind and all that other good stuff. So, so anyways, there. Um, so, was there any uh, comments made about uh, my passing of the way station last week there, not not pulling in for super break inspection week and all that? Did anybody comment whether I was right or wrong or anything? Mm, I don't know. I did. Not that I recall. Okay. All right. Well, I didn't, I didn't know if anybody had any comments what I did there. But, hey, you know, the one other thing I forgot the other night there, you know, Monkey Gouger was on there talking about being down there to the, to the, the his uh, biggest state there. What's, what's the name of his state there? You always know that. The Marina Del Rey. That's the one, yeah. So he's down there. And now, how did he end up with all them fishing the boat at that one time there? Was, was he dynamite fishing? I he he said they he said they were committing suicide. No explosives. No time. They were just jumping in the boat. All right, I'll just check it. I got because I didn't I didn't get any invitation down there for the fish fry. You know, I would have I would have packed up and run down there for a good fish fry like that. You yeah, know? I even could have could have social distance a little bit. You know, you go in and get your fish and then go back out and sit on the sidelines there and social distance and everything. I could I could have done that, but I don't know. I maybe my invitation was in the mail like. Like um, the drug medication I have supposed to be coming from the, for the dog there. We um, we use an online pharmacy for the dog, and um, we put an order in there. I don't know, it was like the 19th or 20th last month, and they're out. They're out in a, I guess, just a little outside of Omaha somewhere, a little town called Hastings, Nebraska. Yeah. So on the 21st, it, it goes from Hastings to Omaha, and then from Omaha, it kind of just. The tracking all just kind of gets lost. Mm-hmm. And- well, before we get runner, hang on. We, we pause there for a news update on ATF. Yeah, whatever the hell that is. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What are you smoking in there? I'm back in the saddle again. Out where a friend is a friend. This where is like cruel and unusual punishment for the audience. My apologies. All right. Someone sent me an email. So are they any word on if bikers are dropping like flies? Since Sturgis. Well, I wouldn't say dropping like flies. The story yesterday says, uh, I guess, one, a Minnesota man who attended Sturgis 
has died of COVID-19. Doug Schultz, a spokesman for the Minnesota Department of Health, says the man who died was in his 60s and and had underlying health problems. Uh, The first reported from the biker rally, of course, that drew hundreds of thousands of people. Uh, Cases of people who have attended the rally have been reported in 11 other states. Of course, the rally went on despite fears. It may be a super spreader event. So there you go. One fatality confirmed now doesn't specify what is underlying health conditions were, but that might be key. Now, I'm looking at the story of the guy from uh, Nebraska who you actually, I guess they were allowing public comments in the city council meeting. uh, Nebraska City, or is Lincoln? Stinking Lincoln, as Freddie likes to call it. Stinking Lincoln. And he gets up to make his statements, and he actually is requesting that the Lincoln City Council rename boneless chicken wings because, in fact, they are not wings from a chicken. He wants them to be called nuggets? He didn't specify what he wants, them, but, but they, he's right. Boneless chicken wings are not from the chicken wing. They are definitely just chicken nuggets. I think it's just chicken breast pieces or whatever that are dropped into this, to, to the same buffalo sauce or whatever that, yeah, chicken wing, bone-in chicken wings are chicken wings. Boneless chicken wings are, yes, chicken nuggets. See, this is the kind of hard-hitting stuff that we need to be focusing on in 2020. We need to get this figured out. It's chicken nuggets. Getting up in the city council meeting, I, I don't know what the outcome was. If they were sitting there saying, dude, come on, we, we, there's more important things in life than making sure that boneless chicken wings are technically not classified as chicken wings. Was the vote split on party lines? I didn't see what the vote was. I don't know. Just, all right, back to horse feathers, yes. So what about the all-important debate about taste great, less filling? Taste great, less filling. Did we ever finish that one? I uh, I think it's both. Oh, can it be both? Yes. Okay. So maybe boneless chicken wings were chicken that had bones and no. how bone? No, it's not. Okay. The, the meat does not come from the wings. Okay, that is chicken breast meat or chicken thigh meat that is chopped chopped up and it's chicken uh, chicken chunks. Now, they don't make the white ooze like McDonald's has the pink ooze that they do that type of meat? No, I don't know. No, that, that's, it's, actually, it's actually meat in most places, most cases. Okay. Yeah, if you've ever watched the video of the, the facility that actually makes the McDonald's chicken nuggets, it's, it is, it's really pretty, pretty gross. You're not eating. It, it all you're goes into nuggets. this gigantic vat, and it all gets chopped up, kind of like into a. It's a white ooze rather than the pink ooze or the pink slime, as they called it. Uh, but it gets it gets spread out flat, like on a on a tray. And they've got you, you notice how there's three or four distinctive shapes. It's a yeah. it's, it's like a cookie cutter machine that that cuts all the you know the, the chicken goop. 
into that shape, and then it gets dropped into a batter and deep fried. Not surprised. You have to do something to have that mass production. How many how many chicken wings or chicken nuggets a year does McDonald's sell? Oh. Is, is there a number out there? And and now what? Chick Fil A's into the into the nugget deal. I saw an advertisement for Chick Fil A doing nuggets here. No, I think so. I think their nuggets are actually meat, though. Actually, pieces of like oh. breast meat. It's different. It's not a nugget, but it's actually breast meat. Can verify. Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> There's a distinct difference in a like a Mickey D's chicken nugget versus. Well, that's why McDonald's came out with their. They got the chicken tender things too. That you, okay. you buy the chicken tenders, that's actual meat. You buy the nuggets, that's chicken swine. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. But well, what a wonderful thing to talk about this time of day when I'm starting to get hungry. Yeah. Uh, that just kind of turns you off a little bit. But so anyway, you know, you know, my package there was supposed to have been in Omaha, Nebraska on the on the 21st of August, and I don't know, it kind of got the the tracking kind of got very little information on it. And finally, by about the 1st of September, it arrives in Washington, D.C. I don't normally have mail go to Washington, D.C., so I was just kind of wondering why it kind of went that way. But then finally, finally yesterday, it got up into Baltimore, but then it had to go to another Baltimore sorting facility before it can, before it can come out to at least my post office. So, so I'm hoping to have the package either today or tomorrow, but, um, I, you know, I really wasn't buying into this whole mail deal thing going on. You see, are you, you're noticing things seem to be going a little bit slower than it used to. Well, at least the one thing that I'm tracking it is, mm-hmm. you know, norm, normally it was about a, a seven-day deal. They 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 generate the label, and, and it would, you know, get into the facility on one day, and then it would be a couple days across the country, and, you know, then, then it would go from the main post office to – to the you know to my local post office to go out for delivery and I, I live on a rural route you know the little little mail jeep has to come by my house and put everything in the in the mailbox no. alongside the road but he, he, it, as I say normally it was about a week's time and and we're pushing we're pushing two weeks now so I don't I don't know what happened but the the, the one thing it said was that it was delayed it was in transit and delayed and that was. That was the biggest information there was on all the locations, and and as I say, there was about a week there was no no notation of where it was. Where in between when it left Omaha, Nebraska, until it got to Washington D.C., there was no there was no scans or any information of what it what it was doing in between there. So, so it got it got lost in the shuffle. Well, I can I can vouch for Amazon Prime is still getting things there in twenty four to forty eight hours, like clockwork. All right, 16 before the hour. It's 888-860-8785 on America's Trucking Network. And then there was David Blaine. He's been uh, out out of the limelight for a while now, but he... Uh, he did his little stunt thing, his latest stunt this past day. Kind of like right out of the movie from back in 2009, Up. Get a bunch of big balloons filled with helium. And uh, it was, in total, it was 52 helium balloons 
And uh, it was successful. Uh, he reached an altitude of, get a load of this, though, 23,000 feet. That's pretty good. That's that's up there. Uh, the goal was to hit 18,000 feet. So he's, he's strapped in with a harness clutching the 52 helium balloons. And uh, it was called Ascension. Ascension. Uh, let's see. At one point, David Blaine is now clear of the balloons on his way back to the ground uh, via parachute, that would be. And they clarified that the team will release ballast, vent the helium to bring the balloon bunch back down for recovery. So no complaints from environmentalists about, you know, those helium balloons, when they go flat, birds eat them and they die. So it was even an environmentally friendly stunt. Now, they say he didn't actually put his parachute on until he was about halfway up. So that was his death-defying ascent. It was streamed uh, exclusively on YouTube. And let's see, when he got to 23,000 feet, he pulled a cord and uh, dove to the ground. It was a pretty impressive skydive, they say. Uh, He pulled his parachute and literally hit the ground running. Well, there you go. Just like the movie Up back in 2009. That was an emotional roller coaster of a movie. That it was. It started out like super happy and then drops a bomb on you right away as well. I don't don't know what the so-called stunt... You know, David Blaine's like a magician. He's supposed to do things that that are illusions and whatnot. Right. Stuff to freak you out. I mean, he's not the first one to, to go up using a bunch of helium balloons. It just sounded more like an evil Knievel thing, not a magic thing. No, not the average individual goes up to 23,000 feet. Yeah, that's, that's up there. Out in the, the desert of Arizona. Yeah, obviously, he had to have some, some oxygen with him. Because at that level, I don't think you would have been getting any oxygen. That's that's higher than like Mount Everest, ain't it? Isn't it freezing cold that high? It was supposed to be approximately 32 degrees at that level. Okay, that's not... Like, for some reason, I thought it was like way lower than that. Well, he was in Arizona. Yeah, that's true. Out in the, yeah, the, the deserts, the Arizona desert. It's probably 100 degrees on the ground. Now, I do know... and. Last time we, we took a flight, I think we we were at 35,000 feet. I think the, when the captain came on, he said, current temperature outside would be minus 32 degrees. You know, like way below zero at that altitude. So, yeah, I'm glad the, the heat works. Yes. All right, get back to the calls here. Good morning, Ken. Hey, good morning, Steve. Hey, i got to ask you, what is Trucker Appreciation Week? Us guys that work for YRC in Kansas City, we don't even know what that is. We haven't received nothing from them guys for years. Really? Yeah, the last stuff we got came from Burlington Northern Railroad. When they had their diver appreciation thing, they had thermos bottles left over, and you went all year without any tickets or accidents or anything. You might have got a, a thermos bottle, but when they ran out, they ran out. You didn't get nothing after that. Yeah. 
So that's where we're at in YRC. So hopefully with the big stimulus package they got from the government, we might even get something. Do you think they're going to get to keep it? That's the question. I mean, that that $7 million <laughs> stimulus, that's I'd, it's kind of up in the air still, isn't it, whether they're going to actually get to keep that? Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. So we're just going to work every day and hopefully the paycheck stays good and doesn't bounce. Oh, well, they've been struggling for so long now. I, I, I guess when you're... When you're broke, it, it costs some money to put on a driver appreciation week. You know, free food and goodies and yeah, we do a lot, but we do a lot of running for them. We, oh, we yeah. don't even get a thank you once in a while. Yeah, and you took a concession to keep them afloat for crying out loud. Yeah, fifteen percent pay cut. Yep. And we still don't have that back. We, that's going to come back in a five-year tier thing. Yeah, and <laughs> the way things are going, will that happen even is the question. <laughs> that's the question, yeah. Yep. Well, Ken, so we, uh, well, we appreciate what you do regardless. All right. I appreciate that. Have a good morning. Yeah, the 13th through the 19th, Truck Driver Appreciation Week. It's kind of like the... Uh, I'm getting nothing for Christmas. It's 7 before the hour. Lines available. It's 888-860-8785. It is America's Trucking Network. You're looking at the photo of Bill de Blasio. Yeah, Mayor Bill there in New York. Uh, under the heading, they got, got the U-Haul logo. Salesperson of the month for U-Haul. That's about the truth. The numbers we're hearing. People, I mean, they're exiting New York in droves. A story this past, they said, as the dust of the pandemic settles and the restrictions gradually ease, uh, the contours of the ruin caused in New York City are beginning to emerge. Bankrupted restaurants, culture paralyzed, gun crime hearkening back to the mid-1990s, the rich and middle class leaving in droves, the poor people are stuck, which means a homelessness crisis looms on the horizon. And those who stay will be clinging to rickety hopes. Perhaps the vaccine will come soon. Perhaps the city and state bring real leadership. Leadership. Instead, we've got politicians that are talking more taxes. Well, we spoke to more than a dozen professionals in real estate, mortgage relocation, uh, housing aid, parenting aid, to try to map out the situation and get a prognosis of what's coming down the pike. Not everybody spoke of doom, and for some there may be a silver lining to the crisis, which would be investors who have lots of money, for instance, because they're going to be able to get their hands on pricey city properties at a big-time discount. Of course, they're betting on a recovery, and even if it's years away. Much of the pain, on the other hand, hasn't yet come to bear. Nobody knows what the new normal's going to be. The city had persistent problems 
even before the lockdowns. The exorbitant cost of living pushing residents away, but the population was actually still growing. But then came COVID-19 and the deaths and the lockdown orders, which forced the city that never sleeps into silence. Uh, Manhattan, no longer per se a ghost town. There are some people walking the streets again, and some businesses have really reopened, but the, the hustle and bustle is now more of just a shuffle in New York. And I was looking at some of the numbers on unemployment as well. That that's what's I think that's what's forcing a lot of people out. Uh, so many jobs have been lost. And uh, I, th- I think the New York City unemployment rate is right at like 20%. Whereas the national average, I think the last official number was like 10.2%. So New York City got hit a whole lot harder than the uh, the overall economy and the number of jobs that are lost. And many of that's going to be the small businesses and the restaurants and things of that nature that ain't coming back. A news update here on America's Trucking Network. This is News Radio 700 WLW. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.